When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It's getting closer and closer and closer. Does Aaron Rodgers immediately turn the Jets into one of the top teams in the AFC? It's Canty, not here today. Carlin in for Greeny. Canty is over on first take today. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Save a commer- save on commercial auto insurance from Progressive. Get a fast quote at ProgressiveCommercial.com. My takes on Aaron Rodgers over the last several months have, uh, let's just say they haven't been positive, and I acknowledge that. But here we sit, two days, two months removed from the end of Aaron Rodgers' season, and we remain wondering what will happen. America held hostage. You know, those things are just out of my control. By Aaron Rodgers. Day 60. And so we wait yet again as the Jets have done everything they can with their trip out west. Diana Rossini reporting earlier today that they are extremely, extremely optimistic in Florham Park, where the Jets facility is today, that they will have Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback next year. They're trying to put it across the finish line. And you understand why the Jets have gone to do this. But I would caution everybody to just not get ahead of themselves. There are many, many questions that you need answered about where Aaron Rodgers is and what this looks like altogether. First of all, what does an actual deal look like with compensation. Here's Diana earlier today on KJM. From the Jets' perspective, they have done everything they possibly could do to line this up. I'm interested to see. I don't know the details of what a contract would look like, but you have to Mm. figure that's probably a very big part of this. Right. Uh, In terms of compensation with the Green Bay Packers, I was told that the Packers weren't in this looking for the moon and the stars, that they're being very fair about this with the Jets. But the contract, I think, is going to be the element of this that, if it were to come together, will probably be the most interesting part of this. But but knowing that ownership is all in, um, you have to figure these are the things that usually work out when, when, when ownership wants something this badly. Well, the Packers aren't looking for the sun, the moon, and the stars because they can't get rid of him fast enough at this point. The organization that has had him for his entire career – is sick of him, is sick of his act, and they can't get rid of him fast enough because they would rather go into next year trying to find out what Jordan Love is, and if he's not the guy, we can go and chase our next quarterback of the future. Let's get to some harsh truths here, okay? Where does Rodgers actually put the Jets in the AFC? Does he put them um, amidst the top teams of Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati. We could even throw, because of the quarterbacks, the Chargers in there. I'd even throw Jacksonville in that mix. Does Aaron Rodgers put the Jets there? On paper, you would think automatically 
Yes. No, he doesn't. Guys, forget what his name is. If you took his name off the page and you were looking at his statistics from last year and you were looking and watching him play, if you didn't know who he was last year, you would think, eh, this guy's okay. Think about how quickly Rodgers went from MVP to 26th in the league in QBR. 26th in the league. Andy Dalton was in front of him. Daniel Jones was in front of him. There were plenty of also-rans in front of him in quarterback rating. And you can say all you want about what QBR means. What it means is that in the way it is measured these days, he was 20 points behind Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was ninth in the league in that category for everybody that sits there and says, well, Lamar can't play quarterback. He was the MVP of the league, and he was able to hit enough uh, players to throw 36 touchdowns a couple of years ago. You're going to talk about injuries? All right, that's fine. Here's what I saw last year with Aaron Rodgers. He was nowhere near the same player. If he played with a broken thumb down the stretch of the season, I'm not using that as an excuse. He wasn't out there. But the big questions are, what's the commitment level? When you had a team in the Packers two years ago that won 13 games, that had a quarterback who was an MVP, and he goes out there and is god-awful in their first playoff game in the divisional round, and they lose to the 49ers, wouldn't you think that would motivate somebody to get better? At 38 years old, it did not motivate Aaron Rodgers to get better. It motivated him to go off and enjoy all six months of his offseason. And I'll see you in the, in the summer. I'm not worried about losing my best receiver. I'm not worried about young receivers. I don't need to show up to minicamp or to OTAs to get on the same page as them. Aaron, what's your commitment level to playing? And I'm not talking about how long. I'm talking about how much you actually care about winning at this point in your career. Are you going to show up for OTAs? Are you going to show up for minicamp? Are you going to show up in good shape? It was just a few weeks ago that the Packers had leaked it out there that they were annoyed at the fact that they felt like when he did show up, he wasn't ready to go. Think about all the times last year when Rodgers is looking at these receivers who he hasn't played with before and is annoyed with them because he perceives them to have run the wrong route. They probably did. But he wasn't on the same page with them. Don't you bear responsibility in that? Are you going to put the Jets in the exact same situation next year that you have with the Packers for the last two years? Because when somebody talks about retirement as much as Aaron Rodgers does, mentally you're probably already there. There's one reason that Aaron Rodgers will come back and play right now. $60 million. If you think he's walking away from that, you are out of your ever-loving mind. And if you see him retire here in the next few weeks, I think we have established that doesn't mean anything. He could be back in three months, and all he wants to do is skip training camp, and somebody will pay him a boatload because he's Aaron Rodgers. What are the Jets giving up to get him? What does the draft capital look like? 
And maybe most importantly of all, what role is Aaron Rodgers going to play in my locker room? Is he good for my team's culture that I'm trying to build right now? Do I really want to take a shot with the young team I have at a one-year situation? Because that's all I can count on it being. Do I really want to do that? Man, I would be careful asking these questions. And then I would ask myself the following question. I have a 26-year-old quarterback who is potentially available right now, who is in his prime, who has won an MVP, who was, as I said, ninth in QBR last year. Yes, who has been banged up a bit the last couple of seasons. But when I look at other quarterbacks around the league, there have been plenty of guys making a whole lot more money than me, theoretically, in what his contract would look like, than that missed a lot more time than I did. Deshaun Watson, injuries and dumbassery counting, has missed 39% of the games in his career. He's making $46 million a year. Daniel Jones has missed 18% of the games in his career. He just got a contract for $40 mil per. Dak Prescott, 14%, $40 mil a year. Kyler Murray, $46 million, 14%. You know who's right there below them is Lamar Jackson. So if you're going to come at me with all the injuries of his career, there have been plenty of others that have had injuries too. Here's what I know. Lamar Jackson is a winner. 45 and 16 in his career as a starter. A winning percentage of 737. 737. He's 26 years old. He's a top three most electrifying player in the sport. You want a force multiplier? That's what Lamar Jackson is in every way. And you're going to add him to the Jets with getting Brees Hall back, with Garrett Wilson, with Uzama at tight end, with Elijah Moore, with some really good weapons and improving offensive line. Yeah, I'm going to take a shot with Lamar Jackson. You're going to tell me he's going to cost me two first-round picks and $200 million guaranteed? Just answer me this. How often does a franchise quarterback like this become available? How often does it happen? If you're going to scream and yell at the injuries at the end of last year, I'd also ask you this. Think back to the beginning of last year. Should Lamar Jackson have played without a contract? He should have held in. Because he came out and he did play without a long-term deal, which... The Ravens have really just mishandled from the get-go. And now he gets hurt during the season. Lamar Jackson was damned if he did and damned if he didn't. If he had come back and played while injured, it would have been held against him. Because if his play wasn't good enough, you would have said, well, his play wasn't good enough. I have a feeling that if Lamar Jackson had the contract at the beginning of last year, he would have been playing in those last couple of games. And you know what? He was right to not play. He was right to not play. If you had $250 million sitting in front of you, 
Are you doing anything to risk that? The answer is no. And if you try to answer it any other way, you're lying. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. So wouldn't the Jets be much better off with Lamar Jackson right now for the long term and for winning right now than Aaron Rodgers? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is your question. Is it, Do you believe that Aaron Rodgers puts the Jets in the mix with the top three to four teams in the AFC. That's what I want to hear from you about. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Get ready for Champions, the hilarious new movie starring Woody Harrelson. Woody's a hot-headed basketball coach who's in over his head when he's court-ordered to manage a team with intellectual disabilities and a whole lot of attitude. Champions, only in theaters tomorrow. Rated PG-13. Your chance to come through in just moments, and we've got a green list for you. We've heard all about the teams that won't be interested in Lamar Jackson. Who should be? There's a few on there that I guarantee you haven't considered. It's next. Carlin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. Multiple Jets team officials fly out to meet with Aaron Rodgers in person. You put the owner on the plane, you put the team president on the plane, you put the head coach, GM, the offensive coordinator on the plane. You're not doing that because you're hoping he'll listen. And here it is. 
Chris Carlin in for Graney on ESPN Radio. The tweet came in from Adam Schefter three minutes ago. The first tweet, and the Jets just agreed to a trade. The second tweet, Jets agreed to send a 2024 seventh-round pick to the Ravens for safety Chuck Clark. What a complete troll job by Come Adam on. Schefter. What? Oh, my God. How do you do – I mean, Bubba, how do you do that if you're Schefter to the Jet fans at this point? That's brutal. I mean, you said – especially with the double tweet, right? You yes. Said, that's, that's the worst part. I and, mean. and he gave you – and the Jets just agreed to a trade dot, dot, dot. He wasn't lying. He wasn't <laughs> that, lying. That is, that is rough. I mean, that is the, – the dual tweet with the dot, dot, dot. Oh, I mean, that's a kick in the pants. He knew exactly what he was doing. I would love to just get a camera on him and see the smile on his face when he was typing that. And he's like, I'm going to do this, dot, 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 send – Oh my! I, I Come have on, to, you know what I? I have to tell you, you guys know how much I love working with you. I honestly, this is the first time that I wish I was not here. I, I, I want Greeny to be here as much as he can, but like, especially right now, in that moment, what would that oh, have been man. like if he just saw that tweet and the Jets just agreed to a? Tra- that yeah, would have been oh, because yeah, especially if we saw the first one first and we're like, exactly. Oh, uh, Greeny, Schefter tweet, Schefter tweet, <laughs> look at it. And he's like, there's been a trade, there's been a trade. And then we saw the follow up because that's usually how it works. We'll, we'll see the tweet from Schefter, we'll tell him, go, go to Schefter's tweet, go to Schefter's tweet. And oh my God, it would have been unbelievable. <laughs> hey, I wish that happened. Chuck Clark is a good player, man. Yeah, actually, I, I do love the trade for the Jets. I mean, Chuck Clark can really help as a safety. I, I like him a lot. That was a good move. I like that, but boy, that's still a troll job by by Schefter. Adam, ouch. I mean, that is really doing a number on the Jet fans right now. Uh, speaking of which, it's uh, Chris Carlin in for Greeny, the Jet fan supreme. Let's hear from some of the fans right now. Vinny will start us off on ESPN Radio. Vinny, Aaron Rodgers, good or bad for the Jets? I agree with you a thousand percent. It's a complete disaster getting this guy. He is only here for one year, and this narrative the Jets were a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl is garbage. There's no way they're going through the teams. Their schedule is brutal next year. They got Philly, KC, the Cowboys, the Chargers, Buffalo twice, Miami twice, the Patriots twice, the Giants. They got a. This is a disaster waiting to happen. The real problem with the Jets is they got a terrible head coach. He sacrificed LaFleur. He keeps saying trust the process. He's the one who brought LaFleur in to work with the offense. It went bad. You needed to get rid of him. Now you bring in Hackett, who just proceeded over the worst offense in football, had to give up play-calling duties in, in November to Clint Kubiak. This team is a disaster waiting to happen. I like your point on Lamar Jackson, but that's never going to happen. Baltimore's not giving him to the Jets. Well, listen, the Jets, if the Jets hand him $200 million plus guaranteed, they very well might, and thanks for the call. I, they very well might let him go if he gets a number that the Ravens are not comfortable with. As far as Salah, I, I'm not going to pin all of that on Salah. He did the right thing, and you can't keep changing your coach every two years. The players clearly like Salah. You can't keep doing that. You do need some consistency at some point. Matt is up next on ESPN Radio. Matt, what do you think? Hey, Carlin, thanks for taking my call. Um, 
I'm a Packers fan. I've been a Packers fan since I was six years old, 28 now. So I've never known bad quarterback play. And my dad is a long-suffering Jets fan. He's been the Jets fan since, like, the, they were the Titans. Aaron Rodgers definitely makes the Jets a better team. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm sick of the guy at this moment in time. He's, he's a great player, but he has certainly worn out his welcome in Green Bay. And, you know, obviously with the Brett Favre trade, Green Bay has a history with trading with the Jets. And they're, they're on the AFC versus NFC, so you're not going to see him. It makes sense. He would definitely elevate the Jets to a top seven team in the AFC, which is what you need to get into the playoffs, and you could even win a playoff game or two. But it's unquestionable that Lamar Jackson is the better bet long term. Aaron Rodgers is at most going to play two more years. Lamar Jackson Jackson is also the better bet short term, and thanks for the call. Lamar Jackson is better right now than Aaron Rodgers is. That's That's just fact. That's just fact. I mean, he won two MVPs two years ago. I understand that. But he fell off a cliff last year. And let's just call it what it is. Aaron Rodgers' commitment level to football is nowhere near where it needs to be. Nowhere near where it needs to be. How do you come back last year after losing a playoff game at home to the 49ers at this juncture in your career after you just won 13 games and you're the number one seed? And I'm going to spend my offseason doing ayahuasca, away for six months, skipping OTAs, and I'll show up when it really suits me to show up. I'm not working with all the new receivers I've got. We saw how that all works out last year. Is he rededicated to this? I don't buy it. When somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Adam, up next on ESPN Radio. Adam, what do you think? I think you guys are crazy to think that Aaron Rodgers is not a good move for the Jets. Crazy. He's got much more in the tank, much more in the tank, even at 39. Look what Tom Brady did the first year he went to Tampa Bay. I'm so glad you went here. I'll take Aaron Rodgers over Derek Carr all day. I'm so glad you went here. I'm so glad you went here. Adam, can we all at least acknowledge, and thanks for the call, that not everybody is Tom Brady. Why do we now expect everybody to play until they're 43 and 44 and 45 at a high level? How is that even remotely realistic? It's not. Stop expecting these quarterbacks and these athletes at that age to continue to play until they're 45. One guy has done it. One. One guy. Why would I think that Aaron Rodgers is easily going to be able to play another two, three, four years? It's called hundreds of years of history. And in professional athletics, you look at the last, whatever it is, 150 years that we've had it, everybody fades at this age. Everybody, except for one guy. And now we're going to put everybody else to that same standard. That's an embarrassment, and that's just not realistic in any way. Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. In just moments, the very latest on what we know about Kevin Durant and the Phoenix Suns. That's next. One of our insiders will join us on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Greeny, the podcast. Perspective on KD, what happened last night, and where things lay in the future here for the Phoenix Suns. It's Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Greeny, coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Bobby Marks is our ESPN NBA front office insider, and he joins us right now. Bobby, Chris Carlin in for Greeny. Appreciate the time. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing very well. Let's start with last night, and I almost feel like you just shake your head as KD's about to make his home debut out in Phoenix. But, Bobby, as you view this, how do you evaluate this as kind of a – just as delicate of a situation as it can be when you have KD and CP3 involved in this and how quickly it can go awry. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I think, you know, I wouldn't be concerned as far as, you know, long-term when Durant comes back, just based because what we saw, you know, in that Dallas game after, what, almost a month and a month and a half off, how how good he is and how he can kind of adapt to things. I think the, the big thing long long-term, for me, is where is Phoenix in the, in the standings? Where are they going to be seated? Um, you know, when we get to the playoffs, I thought, you know, that there's a chance for them to maybe get up to three. We'll see what happens with uh, with Phoenix here. Um, I think for them, I think you want to avoid uh, you want to f- avoid the four five game, which you could potentially could have Golden State in, in round one here. But yeah, I mean, it just shows you, you know, you go from one thing on. You know, we're talking about them on Sunday after that Dallas game and, you know, basically Chris, I mean, um, Kevin and, and Devin Booker and how the role players are basically it's going to be keyed on them. And now we're talking about another Durant injury here. And I always say, you know, you just got to get to mid-April on, on one piece here and we'll see how long it's going to be for him to be out. They 
played certainly well last night, but for them to go on a, a long run in, in these playoffs, he's, he's going to need to be on the court. Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider, joining us. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Uh, the John Morant situation, Bobby, uh, how would you evaluate how the team has handled it so far and how the league might continue to handle it despite the fact that there were no charges that were filed? Yeah, I thought Jod did a good job on Saturday getting out in front of it. Um, you know, certainly the prior incidents played into it here. I think, you know, if he did nothing, um, you know, I think there would have probably been t- some type of suspension probably internally. I know he's away from the team and it, we can call it a de facto suspension, but he's not suspended, right? He's, you know, he's going to miss the next, he missed two games. He's going to miss the next four games here. I think it's a wake-up call. Hopefully it's a wake-up call for him. Um, you know, if there's going to be some good that comes out of it is that, you know, he's basically running out of opportunities here. Um, he's running out of opportunities to be in this league. Um, he's running opportunities to make generational money if he has a uh, has another incident here. And, yeah, there's no charges that are going to be pressed. I I would be surprised, Chris, if if if, if we're going to see a, like a long term suspension. I see people, you know, on the internet saying, "Oh, he's going to get what Gilbert Arenas got." You know, what was that back in 2010 or 2009, which was like 50 games? And I'm like, "Well, wait a minute. I mean, he's guilty for being, you know, lack of common sense, lack of self awareness. Uh, there was no charge filed. I think the big thing will be whose gun was it? Um, certainly, if it's his gun, then that that's that's a different animal here because he was traveling with it. Um, but I would be I think the de facto being away from the team might serve as some type of suspension, and maybe the league adds on a couple games here. But I think in the big picture, this is probably the best thing that could have happened to John Moran here because it's, it's a major league wake-up call that things can be taken away from him, you know, being on the court and including you know, certainly from a financial standpoint. Bobby, when you watch the Mavericks so far with Luka and Kyrie playing together, uh, they're three and six in games in which that they're on the court at the same time. How, is, this a, is this a combination that is going to fit and benefit the Mavericks for the long term? It's going to have to. I mean, you gave up a lot to get them with uh, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith and draft picks here. And I know Dallas can tout, you know, hey, if it doesn't work out, we've got Cap flexibility. We can go out and retool the roster. Well, retooling the roster costs you Kyrie, Christian Wood, and Dwight Powell and Reggie Bullock. So it costs you four guys to create $30 million in, in cap space. So it's going to have to work uh, as far as I thought the two together have been good. It, it basically comes down to everybody else, whether it be Tim Hardaway Jr. or some of the younger players, Josh Green and Jalen Hardy guys like that. Um, but that's, this is kind of the situation that Dallas is going to be in. They have, not much leverage as far as retaining Kyrie, um, you know, in the off season here. And this is what they signed up for when they made that trade, you know, prior to the, to the deadline here, it's a dynamic backcourt here, but you're going to need others to help, whether it be Bullock or Hardaway or Dwight Powell, or we'll see what happens with Christian Wood here, but I don't see them as a championship contender. I don't see them in the light of Denver or when Phoenix, um, you know, teams like that even Golden State here, because I think they are going to need, as I said, the others to kind of really take a big role here. Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider with us here on Greeny. Bobby, what about um, the Knicks at this point? How much of their fortunes or potential fortunes changed this year versus two years ago when they were the four seed in the East? 
better team than they were um, uh, two years ago when they were the four seed. I think it was a little bit of fool's gold. I think they over-exceeded expectations back then basically on Randall. I think this roster is, I think it's more complete. I know they had a, the, game, the Charlotte game the other night, but I think with, yeah, certainly with Brunson and Randall and Barrett, um, you know, Josh Hart coming off the bench quickly, we've seen um, really play at a high level here. I think there's, I think there's more room for this team to grow. Uh, you know, they'll probably be in that four range, but man, I mean, they've got so much flexibility moving forward. They still have all those draft picks to go out and make a deal if there's something there. And, and I think you can make the case that Jalen Brunson should probably be see his name on the all NBA uh, team. You know, that contract that was critiqued in the off season is a great value contract right now. And, you know, it all comes down to Randall. You know, I think if he's playing like he did in, Miami or in Boston the other night, not what we saw in Charlotte, five for 17, then, you know, this team could, could potentially make a run, you know, into, into this playoffs. The hard part, Chris, is that you've got Boston, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia staring at you here. Three of probably the best teams in the NBA right now. Bobby, when we look at the Lakers, how much have their fortunes potentially changed here over the last few weeks? Yeah, it's changed a lot. I think that certainly the Memphis situation, I think that what's happened in Dallas, New Orleans has not played well. They know they won last night. I think, you know, it all comes down to Anthony Davis, him being healthy with LeBron out. I think they've got a chance, and their goal should be to get in that 7-8 range because you get two cracks to get out of, you know, to get out of that playing tournament as far as you can. You know, if you get a win, you might get, you know, you might get Sacramento in round one. I mean, and a, potentially a healthy LeBron with that. So, They've played well. They've got to win the games they should at home here. Uh, the trades they made at the deadline have certainly worked itself out. The, the r- roster's balanced. I mean, you've got no LeBron, and you've got no uh, D'Angelo Russell right now, and you're a playing team. And we probably couldn't make that argument, you know, two weeks ago. Last one. Bobby, how close are we here on Zion Williamson? I mean, it's another couple of yeah. weeks. How close are we to really dangerous territory as far as the long-term prospects for his career? We're in, we're in the danger zone. I mean, yeah. you see the difference with him on the court. They are a top four team in the Western Conference. When he's not on the court, puts a lot of pressure on Brandon Ingram and, and CJ McCollum. They are just a team fighting to get into the play in, in tournament here. And I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see where he's reevaluated in a couple of weeks. Hamstrings are, are tricky here, but they are a different team with, uh, with Zion not there. And we've, we've all, what, April 9th, I think, is the last game of the season here. And we're about, about a month away from that here. And they're going to reevaluate him in two weeks. And then you've got to, you know, figure out, get him on, you know, game ready here. So, yeah, we're in that, uh, we're in that gray area where, where you know, we're going to probably start talking about if we will see Zion Williamson back for the rest of the season. Bobby, appreciate it. Great stuff as usual. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We have spent a lot of time today talking about Lamar Jackson, talking about Aaron Rodgers. But with Lamar, it brings us to the green list. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The green list. You know, it's amazing. So far, we have seen so many teams like the Falcons, like the Commanders, who have already let it be known they're not going to be pursuing Lamar Jackson. Those teams are not interested in winning. But what about the five teams that should be considering pursuing Lamar Jackson? Number five. You might think this is nuts. The San Francisco 49ers. Everything they have done to set things up for Trey Lance is exactly what they would do 
for Lamar Jackson offensively. And I don't know how you can continue to bank on Trey Lance to eventually be your guy here. If this is something that has presented itself to the 49ers, well, then they have to consider it. And one thing to remember, everybody, just because Lamar Jackson is wanting an entirely guaranteed contract, it does not mean that he is going to get a guaranteed contract. You need to keep that in mind. So if you're the 49ers, why not kick the tires on this one? But the speed of that offense for the 49ers with Elijah Mitchell, with Brandon Ayuk, uh, with, um, you know, uh, who's, who's escaping my head right McCaffrey? now? McCaffrey. McCaffrey and with uh, the other receivers. Debo Samuel is the other one that I wasn't thinking of. I mean, think about what that looks like with George Kittle, too. Oh, my dear God. Number four. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, why has this not been brought up? Lamar wants to be closer to home in Florida from some accounts, and I don't know that the Miami Dolphins are going to be in the mix. In fact, they've already said we're not going to be in the mix to try to go get him. But if you're Tampa Bay, where are you with your quarterback? And if you add Lamar Jackson to the weapons that you already have with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin... And the defense that I think we can agree underperformed this past year and a healthier offensive line, yeah, you're kind of in a better spot. They cut Donovan Smith yesterday, but they still would have a healthier group. Tampa Bay should be a place that's considering this. Number three. I can't take credit for this one. Chris Canty brought it up yesterday. I love it. How about the Detroit Lions? Can you imagine what that show would look like indoors and how fast he is? Canty and I for ESPN Radio, called the Patriots and the Ravens back in week three up in New England. And if you haven't seen the Lamar Jackson show in person, I highly recommend it because it looks even more dynamic than it does on TV. If you put him on turf indoors, the dude would be unstoppable. And again, weapons in place with what they have, with Jamal Williams, with um, uh, Amonra St. Brown. They've got guys who are there, and they've got an improving team. Jared Goff's done a nice job. Jared Goff's not Lamar Jackson. Number two. The Jets. I don't know what we're wasting our time on Aaron Rodgers for. I really don't. He is worth two first-round picks, and he is worth going and paying him $200 million guaranteed. Guys, scream and yell all you want about the injuries, okay? First of all, he would have been back at the end of last year if not for his contractual situation. It's not that he was holding out. It's that he wasn't going to put himself in further uh, danger's way after he had already done that at the beginning of the year without a contract. He already had. And secondly, we can look across the league at a lot of quarterbacks that are making a lot more money. Dak Prescott. Daniel Jones, who just got $40 million a year. Kyler Murray. These are all guys that have missed a whole lot more time, or at least more time, than Lamar Jackson has. Number one. This one might throw you for a loop. The New England Patriots. Lamar Jackson in New England. Why, that's not a Patriot move, Carlin. What are you talking about? Well, don't necessarily buy that it's not a Patriot move. Bill Belichick over the years has always pumped up opponents, but you can tell 
when there is a different level of respect for an opponent than just pumping them up as really good players. He has held that for players like Chad Johnson. He has held that for players like Brandon Cooks, who were two guys that he eventually went out to go get. Why? Because he had a lot of trouble defending them. He had that same praise for Lamar Jackson. Remember earlier in the year? We'll see what that contract looks like. Take a listen to what Bill said earlier this year. It's the type of player that's an you know, MVP type of candidate. So I think he's more than answering. But if we see what his contract is, I'll answer him. Exactly. And that's, that classifies as effusive praise from Belichick when it comes to a player. And he was asked a question directly about the questions with Lamar in the pocket. Has he answered them? Yes, he has. Wow, I mean, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that they could be laying in the weeds on this one. We have not heard teams that are terribly interested so far, but that doesn't mean that everybody is going to be out. We understand what they're trying to do. They have no interest, teams around the league, in giving fully guaranteed contracts. That's fine. Where does Lamar Jackson win in all this? To me... If Lamar gets $200 million guaranteed somewhere, he won. And if you're not going to sign him to an offer sheet, you're out of your mind not to try. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.